So today we're going to discuss the million dollar question that I don't have the answer to. But we'll discuss it because it's uh, relevant to the auspicious day which begins tonight and it's relevant to the Parsha this week. And that is that wouldn't you think that God would give uh, righteous people an easy time in this world and uh, let them live a life of, of a calm life Tranquil, tranquil, like they say in French. Um, and uh, life should, life should be, be easy and things should come, they should have what they need. But for some reason it's not like that. We find the greatest of people that have to go through so much in their life and uh, go through suffering, don't have bread to put on their table and they, and they go through things, things, life doesn't come easy. And I don't have the answer to the question. I don't think uh, the, the, you can. Yeah, I mean, we could give perspective. I could give perspective, but the answer is only only God knows. God wanted the, wants the world to run in such a way that we should be, we should have to work hard. We should have to do stuff in this world. But let's let's. I want to associate it with the parsha, and then with to, with tonight. There's a very interesting um, medrash on the beginning of the parsha. Where it says, Vayeshev Yaakov, Baretz Megura Yavu, Baretz Kanan. Yaakov went and he settled back in his homeland. <laughs> and now, let's, we discussed this last week a little, but let's, let's uh, try to picture ourselves going through Yaakov's life. Okay? He begins with a brother that's the complete opposite of him, an older than him. And they go through this whole ordeal with acquiring the rights to the firstborn. Because st- then eventually it comes time to get the blessings, and he deserves the blessings, but Esav gets them. Esav wants to get them. And Yaakov steals them. Esav wants to kill, ya- kill, ya- kill Yaakov. And because of that, Yaakov has to run away. So his life begins with his brother wanting to kill him. And he eventually ends up by Lavan. And you would expect, okay, he's finally away from Esav, he can live, uh, he can live calmly. But that's not what happens. Lavan then, for the next 20 years, um, swindles and cheats him in every way possible. And until he eventually is ready to leave. Finally, he's ready to leave. You would think he'd be, after cheating over 20 years, he'd finally be able to live calmly. But no, Lovin chases after him and again wants to, wants to um, stop him. He finally sorts it out. And you would think, okay, now it's time for him to, to live calmly. No, then comes Aesop. He has to stop, come and meet Aesop. And he has to go through all the pressure and stress of trying to figure out how he's going to meet Aesop. He prepares himself in the three ways yeah, like in last week's Parsha. What? Yeah, I'm exactly right now. It's the same one issue. It was only an Asian issue. He was just deferring the issue. And then there was later on. Saying he pushed it off. Yeah. But he had to do with Lovan. It wasn't like while he was by Lovan. He, he had to do with the entire place. That's where he found his wife and kids. He also got there and he dealt with that issue because there were any issue one. If he dealt with issue one, he was going to have a Right, he ran away from issue one. Right, it's a good, it's an interesting two, idea. Yeah, so again, yeah, but everything was with a purpose. So there's obviously a reason why it had to happen that way. But yeah, it's a good point. But did you Yeah, good point. So you would think after he deals with Asaph again and he finally sorts that out, life would have come back to normal. And it actually says. It says, Bikesh Yaakov Leishev Bashava. He turned to God and says, God, please, look at what I've been through. Just let me live the rest of my life in peace. <laughs> like, just, just calm down. Let everything work. Let it become. And the Major says, What happened? How did God respond? Kotsaf 
love I think other words. That um, that no, God said, you think it's over? It's only beginning. <laughs> his his sons his sons then go and get into a fight with Yosef, and Yosef gets old, and his favorite and, and the loving son he thinks was killed, was torn apart by an animal. Right, his brothers bring back the Ksenas Pasim, the garment, the beautiful garment that his father gave him because he loved him and covered in blood, um, saying that he was ripped apart by an animal. And he thinks his kid died. He doesn't believe it, and he eventually has to wait for 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 how was it twenty years, seventeen years, until he was able to to meet again, Yosef, and realize that he's still alive. But just imagine, imagine what this guy's what was going on here. And the mother says he asked God, God, please look at what I've been through. Calm down, make it a bit easier. Let me let me live the rest of my life in peace. God says. The Major says, where God says um, that not only do tzaddikim wish to be zoicha, to ilam haba, where there they'll live a calm life, they also want to live in peace and calm in this world. Like, only so much you can ask for. <laughs> That's what the Major says. And the simple understanding of that is that we say, the famous Madrash, that this world is like a hallway leading to the, to the big hall. This world, this world is only a corridor. It's only a... Um, uh, and therefore, in this world, we can't live too calm. Because we live too calm, we feel like this is our home. And we don't realize that there's, there's somewhere we're getting to. But, um, and that's why this, this life is full of bumps. Because we should feel that it's not our ultimate place to be in. But, of course, you can't say that, yeah, that's why Yaakov wanted to live in peace in this world. Because he thought this was his place. He wanted a mansion. What, what, was, what did Yaakov really want? Yaakov obviously wanted it for a spiritual reason. What was the spiritual reason Yaakov wanted to live calmly? Because, like what the Rambam says, when Mashiach comes, it says the tzaddikim um, all wanted Mashiach's times. Why? Because they, didn't, they, didn't, they wanted money, they wanted uh, comfort. No, they wanted Mashiach's times, yes, because they wanted money and comfort, but only because that would allow them to then put their whole and total focus on God. Right? They wanted to have zero distractions and no needs. This way they can completely and 100% focus on God. We have a lot of people like, I'm not going to get married until I have money and comfort so I can focus on my marriage. Or I'm not going to. But life, like you were saying in yeah. the beginning, is never easy. It's not supposed to be easy. Everyone what is easy. marriage? <laughs> First is the Pong. wedding ring. <laughs> the wedding ring and then the suffering. How many wives? <laughs> so what? what happens is that what did Yaakov want? Yaakov obviously didn't want the money and comfort just to live comfortably. <laughs> Yaakov wanted to, uh, to live like the life of Tzaddik when Mashiach comes. He wanted to, he should have zero distractions, nothing pushing him out of the way. He sat for 14 years wanting to, learning in Yeshiva Shem Bever. That's all he wanted. He wanted to sit and learn and, and live with God. He didn't. Right, nobody. And God wants you to be working while you're doing this to improve a concept. If you get it over concept. Think about it. All worlds of proof. It is. Because if you were in Shul, if you were able to learn all day and be spiritual, one on one God, then there's no bad. You're not asking God for anything. You really have hope. Beautiful. So actually, exactly, precisely. The message is clear. The message is clear that God put us in a world where the only way for us to achieve greatness, the only way for us to achieve this calm and tra- tranquil state is by going through the bumps in life by going through all the ups and downs, and we don't necessarily know why we have to go through a specific bump, why we have to go through a specific up and down, but it's, yeah, it's not about why we have to go through it, we have to push, we have to be strong and know that this is there to bring us to the best place we can. And if you want to answer this to Yaakov's dilemma here, you would think, what, 
God says that I want you to go through a bump to get to a great place. Was the bumps that he went through till now not enough? He went through Lavan, Esav, um, he had to deal with all these things. And here he is, he's, God says, I want to put you through another bump. Obviously it was because God said, if I stop here, you'll reach here. Yaakov, I don't want you to reach here. I want you to reach there. So therefore he tells Yaakov, you got to work a little longer. you got to go through a little more. And if you think about it, you ready? Here's, here's the shift. This is the power that I want to say now. That if you think about it, God granted him his wish. What did Yaakov want? Yaakov wanted to live calm and peace. Yeah. God says, you want calm and peace? I want you, I want you to get the real calm and peace. If I stop right now and let you, so to speak, end your, your bumps, then you're going to only reach one level of peace. I want you to reach the highest of levels. Therefore, God responded to Yaakov, you want to live calm and peace? I'm going to grant that to you. How? By putting you through another bump. And that's why sometimes, sometimes we ask God to please make it easy for us. To, the, uh, and to reach yes. greatness. God says, yes, I'm going to make it easy for you. How am I going to do it? I'm going to give you another bump. <laughs> and sometimes we get thrown off by that. We think that, oh, God didn't grant my wish. No, that is granting your wish. That's a beautiful. You realize, you realize the power here? Yaakov, one more time. Let, let's go through it again because this is exactly what's going on here. And this is Yutus Kislev. I want to tie it in and then you can all mix in. That ya- Yaakov got to the Bikish Yaakov Leishem Bashava. Yaakov wanted to live in peace. God said, you want to live in peace? I'm going to give it to you. Go through another, another bump. Yosef being, being sold. Yosef being gone. Go through it. Live through it. Be strong. And you'll reach even greater the way you are now, and you'll reach the ultimate Every peace that you can ever reach. And, and, and if everything in this world comes through a bump, that's God answering you. I'm giving that it to you. Is the peace because you have to now go. You're not going to come home and eat flowers and coffee and tea. You get to a fight, meaning to speak it out to then get to that peace. So the bump and a bump to get to the peace. There you go. That's exactly this. That's what we learned from Yaakov. I want to connect it with you to Skislev, and then we'll and then question time. Um, so, Yitzhak Kislev is tonight. And tonight is the night where the, where the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya, the first Chabad Rebbe, um, was released from prison. He was put into prison. Um, openly, he was informed on to the government. They made a conspiracy that he was working for the Turkish Empire, who was then in the enemies of Russia because he was sending money to Israel. And they made him called a, a, rebe- a rebel. They literally treat him like, treated him like that. But it was a work together from the Snagadim and the Haskala movement, everyone trying to get the Alter Rebbe out of commission. You have to pause the recording up it's a history. I didn't make it up. <laughs> um, and this is. And what happened was the the Alter Rebbe went through prison. Went through prison, and he was in prison for fifty three days. The Tanya has fifty three chapters, and he understood that the, the fact that he was in prison. No, he wrote it before. It was right after he published it that he that he realized that he realized that this is all happening as a decree from above. Uh, giving pushback to everything he's trying to accomplish. He's trying to spread chassidus in a whole new way, different than the Baal Shem Tev, in a much greater way that everyone should understand it, comprehension, Chabad, everyone should be able to learn and achieve it on their own. And come from heaven and says, the world's not ready for it. You're doing too much. They're trying to put him to a stop. What happened? The Baal Shem Tev and Magad, I said this story a million times, but it's the same idea as Yaakov, exactly what happened with Yaakov, where the Baal Shem Tev and Magad visited him in prison, and he's turned to them and said, that the fact that I'm in prison must mean that heaven is upset at what I'm doing. And perhaps I should stop. I'm doing too good of a job. So what did they answer to him? They said, if you're released from prison, that's a sign that not only should you not stop, 
we should do even more than before. <coughs> and we're told that in history that, yeah, the way the Altar Batach said this and it worked after he was released from prison was incomparable to before he was in he prison. Ran, really and what the beauty of this is, what we say, where did Chabad start? In jail, in a prison cell. Why did he? Why did he? Three days in, you realize that he ran. How did he get out? How did he get out? How did he get out? There was a whole work between the. I mean, the Chassidim. Shimon helped. Yeah. I have a question for you. One second. This is the power. Is God a man or a woman? God is everything. I like that. Um. So this is as simple as that. Um, so this is, the, is if you were to say that God is a man, yeah. then I would say that you have a different God than me. If you were to say God is a woman, I would say you also have a different God than me. God is everything. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Everything. He's not a man or a woman. He's he's everything. He's both. He's all. He's you can't, everywhere. You can't limit him in being a man or a woman. Even in my underwear, right? God is in, God is, is everything. God is this tablecloth. He's a okay. finger, right? He's everything. I like it. Okay, so this is um, this is the power that the that the Torah that we learn from here. So the Yamtiv, the Chaim, let's celebrate and let's realize that as things, the biggest things begin. Yes, let's say the Chaim. Tonight's here. They make a big fire ring every year.